Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast and today I have a very special guest with me today. If you've listened to any of our podcasts before, that dope intro and outro was created by our producer, Justin Akendo, who is with us today. How are you doing today, sir? What up, what up, man? What's going on? I'm doing good. It's a good Friday. That's good to hear, man. As I already said, Justin is the producer for all of our podcasts. He makes all the music. He does the edits. He also gets final who gets to come on and who doesn't uh, get to come on. So today we're just going to talk to him about what got him into making beats and music like that. And then later on, we're going to get his insight on how to bet on NFL games and read this plus or minus stuff that I don't understand. So first <laughs> off, Justin, what got you into making beats? For real, for real, it was when the whole Chicago scene was popping off in um, high school. So like Chief Keith, Little Dirk, Young Chop, mm-hmm. all of them. And I'll, um, I'll watch them on YouTube. And these are the hoodest guys I've ever seen. Like they're making music videos in their house in the South Side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Just the most organic music you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And for real, for real, I was like, if these hood niggas in Chicago can do this, I can do it. Okay. So that's what got me started for real. So you've been doing this, you said about high school. So what is that? Six, almost 10 plus years? I mean, I didn't really start making beats until my um, junior year in college. Mm-hmm. I um, took a couple of um, music classes in college that got me like the, found, the musical foundation to like know a little bit. Mm-hmm. Took a um, computer music class that um, got me into it that I finally just said, man, let me just buy the software and start making beats, get into it. And then there's a whole like producer community on YouTube who puts up tutorials and all this good stuff. So I learned a lot from YouTube. Yeah. So when you're making beats and you said you had to buy a software, what software do you have to get? Ableton. It's um this German company that um is a um, digital audio workstation. So it's um there's a whole bunch of digital audio workstations. Most of the um, trap producer these days are using FL Studio. I actually um, bought a um, MIDI controller with the oh. demo version at Ableton. So like when you buy all the like gear, they typically um, digital audio workstation mm-hmm. trial to get you into it. And then you got to pay for the um, the full version to get all, all the extra days that they have. Uh, yeah. And how long does it typically take to make a beat? Oh man, it depends. If I'm really in the zone, I can probably knock one out in about 30 minutes. Okay. But I typically take my time with it, so it takes me a couple of days, you know, life. So what, the intro and outro to our podcast, how long did that take? Oh, I did all that within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, when people listen to the podcast and they hear that intro, they're like, who is that? That's not something that you can just randomly get on a, like, just a random beat. Like, oh, this is one of the starter beats. Now nah, you have to make that and the outro. So, I mean, I've had a lot of people tell me good things about hearing it. So you did really good on that. And when you make your beats, where do you usually post them? I post them typically on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And SoundCloud's a little dead. I probably need to get on YouTube and start putting them on there. But mm-hmm. everything goes on SoundCloud. I need to tra- transition to YouTube, though. That's where people really put beats on their beats. 
Well, the first, the full intro beat is on YouTube. It just went up yesterday. So if y'all are listening to this, go to the YouTube uh, channel, the L7C, and listen to the full beat. It's about two minutes, so it's not too long. Uh, shoot, I think some people can freestyle over it. Hopefully, one of these rappers you were talking about pays you millions of dollars for that beat, but then I don't know what we would use, so. See, now this is how the game works. So, like, there's, you can license a beat, mm -hmm. and, or you can buy it straight up. And a lot of people license their beats. So you might hear, you might hear, oh, Joe Smo on a little beat from YouTube. And let's say Future wants to buy that beat. He can lease the beat too and you can see future on that on that beat so people recycle these beats all the time so do you need to license your beats is that something we gotta look into hey if someone if someone wants it for one time only they can have that one for free <laughs> but, any, but any any other thing they want they're gonna have to come up off of it this shit ain't cheap <laughs> well you say that but it's like a i guess not a known beat maker how much would you be able to charge um as much as i want but if i was just trying to get someone on, on my b i'd probably charge me 20 30 bucks to lease it okay. if they're if they're a small artist now they can now they're gonna make some money off it i might charge a little bit more but that's a lot of legal stuff we need set it for that Facts, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man they're, they're good i just wanted i want people to actually hear from you because they're just like you always say produced by what's your app at aki my ad on Twitter, yeah. Um, at J J fifty zero five hundred. We always say that, and then people are like, "So who the hell is that?" So I was like, "Well, we need to get him on, so you all can finally, finally hear this man." And besides being a, I will say, a expert beat maker, you are also very knowledgeable on betting in sports, particularly the NFL. When did you start betting? on NFL games and when did you learn all the betting jargon with it? Now, full disclosure, still trying to learn all the betting jargon, but I got the basic knowledge enough. I really started bet putting money on games probably about two years ago. I've been loving it ever since. It just adds more action to the game. I've always been betting on games with like, you know, friends, that type of thing, little five dollar mm -hmm. bets, ten dollar bets. So it was just a natural transition, honestly. You know me. Come on now. <laughs> I got you. I mean, I used to just bet on games back in the day, too. But, you know, I had to slow that down with the old man life. Yeah, I know. But so when I, when I, like, when I was betting, it would just be you take a team, they take a team. That's it. So this stuff I'm looking at, like, right now, it says Bengals at Eagles. And it says Eagles minus six and a half. For us normal people, what does that minus six and a half mean? So the Eagles are the favorite in that situation. Okay. So if you so if you wanted to bet on the Eagles in that situation, mm -hmm. you're taking six and a half less points than they actually score. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. so let's say the game ends up being 30 25 Eagles. The Eagles won by five. Mm -hmm. And you and you bet Eagles minus six and a half. Mm -hmm. You lose six and a half points, so it's really like they only scored, like they really only scored twenty four points. Oh, so you lose that bet, like you lose that bet. Now, if you would take the Bengals and they lose by five, but you're getting six and a half points, mm -hmm. they get those extra six and a half points, which puts them at thirty one and a half points up to your thirty if you bet the Eagles. So 
if you took the Bengals, you won that bet. Wow. I, that's, man. So you had to learn all that stuff when you were making these bets. Like, I'm just looking at stuff like the Bears at the Falcons, and it says Falcons minus three and a half. So that means the Falcons are the favorite? Falcons are the favorite, minus three and a half. Now, back before COVID, when there was fans in the stadium, mm-hmm. the home team, unless you're really shitty, unless you're like the Jets or something, <laughs> you automatically get you're automatically a three point favorite. Like that's the that's the oh. standard. Okay. So like, there's people in there NFL minus three. Like, and you're the favorite, and you're not awful. You're going to get minus three. Well, shit. So fans play a role in the point spread. So someone like. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, when they have a whole bunch of fans, they're always like a favorite at home. Yes. Now, like, some teams have better home field advantages, like the Seahawks, the Saints, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Those those type of places even get more of a bump because of the home field advantage. Because Seattle has their normal times. They got the loudest stadium, and you can't hear you can't hear a thing in there, and that gives the team a distinct advantage on offense for sure. Okay. Yeah, because I guess I've never understood those points thing. Maybe because I think way too into the teams. Like, I don't understand how the Eagles are a favorite because they're boo right now. Or, like, the Falcons being a favorite to the Bears because they're boo right now. So, where do these people, if, let's just say, if a team is that bad, how do they decide who's the favorite? Like, do they look at the stats? Do they look at who's playing? What goes into that? Now these odds makers, when they're when they're setting their lines, they're looking through all the data, any data that's out there. So they've set so like they set the lines like week in, weeks in advance. Oh. So like the week the week four lines are already out right now. I can get on Bavada and bet those lines right now. Wow. So oh. typically, so so throughout the week, the public starts putting their bets in. Everyone in Vegas, where Ben's all Ben's legal, they start putting their bets in. So public money can sway the line any any which way. Let's take the um the Eagles and the Bengals that game. I don't know what that line started up. You said that line's minus six and a half. Yeah, I got it right. Let me. Yeah, Eagles and Bengals. Uh, Eagles six and a half minus six and a half. So I bet that line probably started five mm-hmm. on Monday, and then money started coming in on the Eagles. So. They got so Vegas has to adjust the line, which is so if a bunch of money is coming to the Eagles, that line's gonna go up. So instead of minus five is gonna go to minus five and a half, it's gonna go to minus six, it's gonna go minus six and a half. Now, if there was money coming on the Bengals, that line would go down. Okay, well shoot. That that's crazy. So when you do these, especially for NFL Sunday, when you're doing the bets, you the bets have to be in right before the game. Is there a cutoff time? Oh no! If you got a site like I use Bavada, mm-hmm. that line is changing throughout the game. I could bet, place a bet anytime during that game. Now the line might change. Let's say the Bengals hop out to a fourteen nothing lead. It's going that line's probably going to be minus fourteen Bengals until the Eagles start doing something. Wow! So you could change your bet in the middle of a game. Yeah, not not the not the initial bet you placed, but you can make another you can make another bet on the spread if you know that your bet's probably not going to hit. Like, let's say if you did Eagles um minus six and a half, and the Bengals start whooping their ass, then like you might have to take the Bengals and try to 
save your money. Oh, I see that. Because, I mean, I know you're from the same, I mean, we grew up in the same area. When you made a bet, that was it. It didn't matter if someone got hurt, nothing. It's just straight up. You lose, you pay that bet on the bus. But <laughs> now it, it's so advanced from what it was then. And most places don't even have it legal. Do you think sports betting should be legal, like around the country? Yes, and it will be legal soon because with the coronavirus pandemic, these um these states' bu- budgets are crushed, and a quick way to get extra money is to legalize gambling and get and tax that gambling and get that money for that. So I see it, I see it becoming legal nationwide soon. Now, is that just legal with NFL and professional sports, or do these lines happen in college games as well? You bet college games, too, absolutely. I may have lined up on the shoe last year. They were whooping everyone up. You can bet literally anything. Anything. Wow. So, like, let's just say, I don't know if you've ever looked, but for, like, a track meet, if they said a sprinter, X sprinter, plus or minus 11.2 seconds, there's probably a bet for that on some site. Yeah, but I was with try you probably just be doing um who wins it, who wins it. I don't know how the odds are working out, but yeah, you can bet on track. Shit, you know they have um odds for the Royal Rumble and wrestling and stuff. That that is true. And that's when I really started to pay attention to betting because I mean that's a the scripted thing, but it's the fact that there's real odds for like the live pay-per-views, especially the Rumble, I just found amazing and that people made money off of them. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen from talking to other people, there's betting odds on like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette uh, TV shows, which is just, again, crazy because it's a TV show, but they're putting real money on the line and they have no idea what's about to happen. So, Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for any first-time bettors? Like, if they want to get into betting, how would you tell them to go about it legally? Legally? Legally and then illegally. So, legally, there's only a couple spots in the country where betting's legal. Nevada, my people in the Midwest, Indiana has it legal, New Jersey. So if you want to do it that way, you just go to the casino, go up to the sports book in the casino. They'll have all the lines there, all the prop bets. And you put your ticket in, you hand it to the guy at the counter, and your bet's placed. Wow. That seems pretty simple, especially for – it sucks that we live in Ohio, and I see the casinos, but you have to drive to Indiana to place a sports bet? Yes, you do. You have to drive across the river. Place, place your bets in Indiana since it's not legal here, but like I said, everyone's going to legalize it within the next 10 years, so it's coming. How much do emotions play in your betting? Because I'm looking at this game right now. Uh, the Cowboys at Seattle, and Seattle's minus four and a half, and that's your favorite team, the Cowboys. Do you let your emotions cloud your judgment when it comes to betting, or it's just strictly, I got to get this money. I don't care if my team wins or loses. I just need to get the money. Full disclosure, I have bet against the Cowboys. I I try to not let emotions drive my at all, especially with the Cowboys, because you know how they are. They're so goddamn wishy-washy, I can't stand them. But 
I typically try to stay away from betting them and try not to let emotions get into the way because that's how you lose money. Betting as a fan. Betting as a fan. Because, I mean, especially with that Cowboys fan base who you're part of, but you're not as crazy as the majority of them that tell you they're going to the Super Bowl every year. You're just like, mm, when you see a good point spread, you take it. Professional bettors, the real sharps, they are betting strictly numbers. They can, the teams don't even matter. They are betting straight numbers. And when you bet, how much, like, what's the minimum you have to put down? Is there a minimum? Is there a max? What is, what's the most you put on a bet? Um, the most I personally put is $100 down. But I typically try to do little $20 bets because I ain't rolling the dough like that. So I can't be big chunks. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I can't be throwing big chunks of money like the, like the Sharks do in Vegas, putting uh, 50 grand on a game type shit. Like, nah, I can't do that. But yeah, $20 bets for me. Do you think if your beats really take off and you have some extra cash flow from those, you would put big bets down? Maybe. Maybe. If I have some extra dough, I'll, 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 take, my sh- I'll take my shot. Y'all hearing it here first from Justin. Buy those beats from him so we can see him play some big bets. We're trying to see it because I'll tell you what, it ain't going to be me. So. <laughs> I can't, I can't do that at this very point in time. Maybe hopefully when Junior hits it big, he can do some big gambling for the group. I can definitely see Junior being like a high-stakes gambler. Absolutely. <laughs> Hang out with all those rich folks he does. Oh, yeah, you're telling. Yeah, whenever he gets on, that's that's going to be a, an episode right there. Well, that's really all I have. Is there anything else you wanted to give advice on betting, or NFL, anything? Yeah, if you really if you really want to get into betting, just come with a straight analytical mind to it. Don't bet with your heart. Bet with your mind. Bet these point spreads. Do not bet these teams. Because if you're betting off names alone, you're going to lose your money. Straight up. Wow, uh, that's some that's some good advice, especially for the fans who don't watch all like that or read stuff. They just see a name like oh. I'll just pick this team. Okay, okay. That's some that is some good, good advice. Thank you, Justin, for being on the L7C podcast in which you produce. So really appreciate <laughs> really appreciate you being on. Uh to all the listeners out there when you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Cast. All of that. Make sure you show us some love. We really appreciate the love you guys have been showing us in these podcasts. I know this is our first one of the week, but we got to give our producer Justin a break. We send like four, four rapid succession to him every week. So we're trying to give him a break every couple weeks. Yeah, it's time consuming, but we can, do, we can, we can do a little NFL preview or something. I can preview some games, maybe t- tell you all some picks maybe that I like. Oh, I mean... Definitely, we can we can get that going. Maybe have you on every two weeks to do NFL picks. Absolutely, I love that. <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do let's do two weeks. So that that'll shoot us around middle of October, like October tenth or October 9th. Yeah, how about October 9th? Hey, let's get it. And 
I can tell you who I picked right now. I'm running low on money because NBA has absolutely killed me since the playoffs started because mm-hmm. basketball is just hard. Like, you don't know what's going on there. Yes. No. I do have two picks for you guys. I did oh, take the <laughs> I did take the Bengals plus four and a half against the Eagles because the Eagles are not looking good right now. Carson Wentz is looking very shaky. I also took Tampa Bay at Denver. Denver is really oh yeah, Denver's on the IR right now. Backup quarterback only giving up six points. I know Tom Brady typically doesn't do very well in Denver, but their defense is on fire right now. So and I just don't see how the Broncos are going to score. So. Okay, so you have the Eagles. You took the no, you took the Bengals. I took the Bengals. Now they do not have to win that game. They just don't have to lose by more than four points. And I win. That is, that's crazy. So just going off those two games, and let's keep it going. So going off those two games, because you're also you're an expert fantasy player, because you've won fantasy leagues before. Out of those two games, are should we be sitting Tom Brady then? If I I have Tom, should I be sitting Carson Wentz? Like, what, what do you think on those? I will definitely start Tom Brady. Chris Godwin's coming back. That okay. offense should look better. And just, it's going to take some time with the Bron- with the um, Buccaneers. And that offense is going to get together. They have learned, they got learned from that working last week. Start him. Okay. And then, what about Mr. Carson? <sighs> He's been playing like fucking dog shit. Oh my lord. <laughs> I would personally stay away from Carson Wentz. There are, there are streamers out there. If he's your starting quarterback, I would definitely try to find someone else. He is due for a big game, but they've just they've just been playing awful. Like he's been playing awful. I would not trust him right now. There, there's so much value out there. Josh Allen, if he's available in your league, pick him up. I know a lot of people suck on Cam Newton. He's probably available in some leagues. Yeah, you can find you can find some better quarterbacks than Carson Wentz. Right I, I was going to say, you personally in our league, you have Josh Allen, and you haven't even started him. Yeah, our league is really big. I also have Dak Prescott, who is a great fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. We might not win the game, but he will put up his numbers. Believe that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had to use Josh Allen right now. I might put him on. The, I might put him on the block, honestly. But we'll see. I, I think you can get a big. All from people shoot probably me included because my two QBs have been poo. So you quarterbacks, the two you just talked about. <laughs> so That's why you were asking some... me. You still have a bitch trying to get some, <laughs> try to get some fancy pips out of me. Oh, I hey, you on the pot? And hey, this is for everybody. People have Tom and Carson. I particularly just had both at the same time. <laughs> And my team is solid everywhere but them, so. Hey, man, there is some value out there on those waivers. You just got to find them. I mean, shoot. I mean, two weeks from now, besides these picks, you might have to drop your fantasy knowledge. Next time, I won't load the question to benefit me. I mean, it's fine. I'll drop, I'll drop some fantasy knowledge because I does this fantasy shit. So I have a um, – I guess it's kind of high stakes with my um, referee friends, also ref basketball. And that's a hundred dollar buy-in, and I've been in that league for it's, it's my fourth year this year, and my first year I got third place, which I won my money back, I won my hundred dollars back, and then I was and then I'm a back-to-back champion in that league, so I'm up I'm up 
almost thirteen hundred dollars in that league. I haven't lost a dime in that league playing. So I does this fantasy shit. So you're in two, three leagues? I'm in three leagues right now, yeah. Three three leagues. Man. So when you're in three leagues, how hard is that? Because I know you're not picking the same people in each league. So how does that how does that work? Like yeah. for you personally, who are you are you cheering for the team that you're gonna make the most money out of or Man, I try I try to win all those games and if someone's losing, I just look at my other team. <laughs> so I mean, because this is great. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to have you back and talk more about this because this is great knowledge and info to people out there trying to do fantasy or thinking about doing it next year. And you just said you're in three leagues at the same time and you have big money in them, $100 buy-in. That's, shoot, that's, that's the same amount as your highest bet you've ever put on a team that you just said. Yeah, I'm, they just... They just gave me the um, invite one time. And it's like, yeah, we, it's a hundred dollar buy, and we take this seriously. And I was like, bet, so do I. And, <laughs> and then I got, and then I got in that league and haven't lost a cent yet. So I, I know they're sick of me. But <laughs> they're so tired. Last year, last year wasn't fair. My team in that league last year was Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey. So, huh? Wow. So I cruised in that league. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That is crazy. I can't wait. I can't wait from two weeks from now to get some more NFL knowledge from you, more fantasy knowledge from you, see how you've been doing on your bets. It's going to be a great little bi-weekly thing for the NFL fans out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love, I love football. So I love betting it, love watching it. So it's a great time for me. I'm, I'm enjoying life right now. We'll be back. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to see how Justin's been picking, hopefully – the Cowboys haven't pissed him off too much, so he actually does want to come back because those do ruin his moves when they lose games they're supposed to win. Hey, I'm the biggest fake news fan of all time. Once they start sliding, I'm hopping. I jump ship. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I try not to let them affect me. That's why I just be hopping from team to team. My fake news team might be the Monday night winner of the Chiefs versus the Ravens. So we'll see. What happened? What happened to be the fake news Saints fan? Hey man. They they have let me down way too many times. And they're, <laughs> and, and, and they're gonna do it again. They're gonna go to the playoffs and do what they do. They're gonna the game's gonna be real close. A ref's gonna butcher a call. They're gonna bitch for months afterwards. And Drew Brees is gonna retire into the, the sunset with his old ass. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Dang. No love for the Saints. No love for our other member, Byron. That is his team. Oh, I don't think he's gonna like it when he hears that part, man. It's okay just a vendetta against Brian. He rides for that team way too hard. He needs to just, he needs to just stop it. Like he just needs to stop. Like they're not gonna do it this year. I don't see it at all happening. The NFC is stacked. And if they do make it, and they do make it on the NFC, they're not beating whoever's coming out the AFC. It's going to be Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. They're not beating them. It doesn't matter. Oh, man. That is for another day. Because I, I, I'll, I'll come in on your two-week thing, too. I'll have some picks ready. Let's we'll see. But that's for two weeks from now. And that we're going to be signing off now. Thank you, thank you again, Justin, for being on. Thank you for producing our stuff once again. Thank you to all the listeners that support us. We greatly appreciate it. 
This is the L7C Podcast signing out. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to me. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.